Everything is inspired by the teachings of his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder and chair of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Our topic today is fearless through faith. Would you agree with me today? Particularly fear is widespread. Everybody's afraid of something. According to psychologists, we're born with only two fears. We start out with only two fears and we end up with a whole lot more than that. But those two original fears are fear of loud noises and fear of falling. Doesn't take us very long, however, to accumulate to add to the gallery of fears. Fear of the dark, fear of lightning, fear of thunder, fear of closed spaces, trains, planes, fear of flying. A Reader's Digest article was written by a lady whose family gathered around the TV to witness the arrival of Pope John II to the USA. As they watched the Pope stepped down from the airplane and symbolically leaned down to kiss the ground, the family's 80-year-old Aunt piped up, I know just how he feels. I hate to fly too. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, our scripture, first canto, 18th chapter, Prabhupada, our guru master, spiritual master says, real independence means complete faith in the mercy of the Lord without dependence on the conditions of matter. We can choose faith or we can choose fear. All through the day, we have the choice to believe that Krishna or God is in control, taking care of us, and has good things out in front of us. Or we can go around worrying, expecting the worst, wondering if we're gonna make it. I hear people say, I'm afraid I'm gonna lose my job. I don't know if I can hold this marriage together. My child's getting mixed up with the wrong crowd. They're choosing fear instead of faith. You see it? Fear and faith both ask us to believe that something's going to happen over which we have no control. Fear says, believe the negative. That pain in your side, that's the same thing your grandmother died from. Faith says, it's only temporary, just something you ate. Fear says, business is slow. My business is going under. Faith says, Krishna, God is supplying all my needs. He can provide water in the desert. Fear says, you've been through too much. You're never going to be happy. Who do you think you are? Faith says, my best days are out in front of me. Whatever we're going to meditate upon, that's what's going to take root. Now, if you let that fear play again and again in your mind, then that's what's going to be reality. You're calling that in. The thing that you fear most is going to come upon you. So why not switch over to faith? Play the movie of faith over and over and over again. Let the image of prosperity, joy, peace, and love revolve again and again, around and around in your mind. Sometimes we might feel our situation is just too good to be true. Can't last. Can I tell you, prosperity that comes from God has no end. Anything is possible when you put the Lord first place in your life. When you start thinking that these good things are going to come to an end, they can't last, you just need to remember that we serve a God without any limits. If you keep him first place, he has promised to take you from this glory 
to this glory, to this glory, to this glory, to this glory, from this victory, to this victory, to this victory, to the victory. When we opened this Spanish Fork Temple in 2001, we couldn't believe it. A Hare Krishna temple in an area that's 90% another religion? How in the world did we get here? We had to pinch ourselves to make sure we weren't dreaming. That was a glory, right? But Krishna takes you from glory to glory to glory to glory. 2019, we opened another temple built from the ground up in Salt Lake City. Somewhere along the line, our little AM radio station, which originally only broadcasts about 30-mile radius, the technology enabled it to go anywhere in the world where you had a Wi-Fi connection. Little old festive colors, it started in 1995 with three BYU students, four Indians, grew to 20,000 people in 2022. Glory to glory to glory to glory. I tell you, I can't wait to what's coming. <laughs> There's no end in sight because in God's economy, one good thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. Now, here's the key. The servant of a rich man is going to live in the same house as the rich man, drive the same car as the rich man, eat the same food as the rich man, have a good bank balance, as long as what? As long as the rich man is prosperous, right? Well, God is always going to be prosperous. His kingdom is described. His kingdom is described as being made of chintamani. Chintamani is that to which you can touch base metal and will automatically become gold. So there's no limits in God's economy. Therefore, it behooves us to choose faith over fear because in the world of faith, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare Fear tells you it's never going to work out. Fear tells you to make plans for failure, for defeat. Fear encourages you to cringe in your thought life. Fear makes you stay awake, tossing and turning at night. Fear drains your joy. If you keep mulling over this and all the reasons why it's not going to work out, here's a newsflash. It's not going to work out. But if you will trust Krishna or God and use that same energy to believe, then Krishna is going to cause that bad situation to turn out and work to your advantage. If you trust him, he'll not only bring you out, but he'll bring you out better than you were before. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Prabhupada said, hearing about and glorifying the Lord are identical with the transcendental nature of the Lord. And by so doing, one will always be in the association of the Lord. This brings freedom from all kinds of fear. There are all kinds of sources of potential fear out there today, aren't there? Cancer, the economy, terrorists, gangs, wayward children, COVID, war in the Ukraine, North Korean missiles. There's no end to the list of things about which you could be afraid. But I have a suggestion. Use your energy not to worry, but to believe. Use your energy not in fear, but in faith. After all, I think it's just as easy to say, Krishna supplying all of my needs is to say, I'm never going to make it. Same effort to say, I'm going to live a long, healthy, God-centered life as to say, I don't think I'm ever going to get well. 
Now your concern about getting laid off may be perfectly valid, not minimizing it, not telling you to stick your head in the sand, but my suggestion is don't go around meditating on it, expecting it. Here's what you do, you work, but you don't worry. If you feel your job's in jeopardy, send out resumes, make yourself more marketable, take a course at night, and then, Get a good night's sleep knowing that you've done everything that you can do. Now the rest is up to Krishna. But if we're pessimistic, what we're doing is we're using our faith in reverse. I'll never get the breaks. That's a statement of faith. That faith goes to work and makes it happen. You'll never get the breaks. But why not use the faith to think, Lord, my life is in your hands. You're guiding and directing my steps. I'm not expecting defeat. I'm not expecting failure. I'm pumped up for victory. I'm pumped up to go over and not to go under. I'm pumped up to thrive and not just survive. Well, true. What if I'm faithful and nothing happens? What if you're faithful and something does happen? <laughs> Even if you get laid off, you don't have to get discouraged. I knew it wouldn't work for me. You can stay in faith knowing that when one door closes, Krishna is going to open another bigger and better door. Just don't lose heart. Keep the right attitude. He can give you a better job. He can give you a second, third, fourth temple, bigger festivals, better association. Our suggestion is raise the bar of your expectations. And our question is today, are you using your energy to believe, or are you using your energy to worry? Are you expecting God's favor, or are you expecting just to barely get by? San Francisco, not too long ago, celebrated the anniversary of the opening of the Golden Gate Bridge. When they first started building it, there were no safety devices to protect the workers. 23 men in the first few years fell to their deaths. Later, the construction people spent a million dollars to install a huge safety net. At least 10 men fell into those safety nets in the weeks that followed, but nobody was even injured, what to speak of kill. Now, really interesting thing is that once those men were able to work without fear dogging them, the construction of the bridge progressed 50% faster than it had before. What's the lesson there? No one rises to low expectations. If you don't expect to die when you fall, you'll work better, you'll work happy, you'll work faster, you'll work more efficiently. <laughs> Similarly, don't expect your children to cause problems. Expect them to excel. Expect them to do great things in life. We have lots of kids in here tonight. Children are going to rise to the level of your expectations, so have big expectations for them. Don't expect them to get into a lot of trouble. Don't expect them not to amount to much because then you're putting faith into your fears. And too many people are going around doing exactly that, expecting the worst. People are being talked into expecting a bad future. Listening to the news, TV, the newspapers. I don't know about you, but I'm expecting to have a great future. I'm expecting Krishna to prosper his mission I'm expecting every bad situation to turn around. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare. 
In my 20s, people told me, oh, just wait till you get in your 30s. 30s will be really bad. I got into my 30s, and the 30s were great. In the 30s, people said, oh, well, just wait till you get into your 40s. 40s are really bad. Well, throughout my whole 40s, I was waiting for bad things to happen, but they never did. My 40s were fantastic. They said, oh, yeah, well, the 50s was when your miseries will really start. I had a great decade in the 50s. People said, yeah, 60s. 60 is when you really start going downhill. It's like dropping off of a cliff. My 60s were great. Now I'm 76 and I've never been happier. <laughs> in fact, statistics show, and you may, this may surprise you, but the happiest cross-segment of population, you'll never guess it, is generally between 70 and 74 years old. What's out in front of me, I believe, is better even than what's behind me. When you're single, they tell you, oh, wait till you get married. Then your problems are really going to start. But in my marriage life, it's been wonderful. It's just been better and better and better and better. Our message is don't listen to those who say mediocrity is going to overcome you and chase you down. Just stay in faith. Be discriminatory about who you listen to. The reason for that is that fear is contagious. We can catch other people's emotions just like you can catch COVID. I heard about some office workers that wanted to play a joke on one of their fellow workers. So when he came into the office that morning, one office worker said, are you feeling all right? Yeah. Why? Well, you look a little pale. A few minutes later, another worker came up and said, is everything okay? Yeah. You got circles around your eyes. And he gave a little cough, you know. <coughs> Whoa, that cough sounds bad. He came to work at 9, 11 o'clock, went home sick. <laughs> so if you're friends with people you spend time with are predicting doom and gloom, here's a suggestion. Find some new friends. If you stay around them long enough, you're going to catch what they have. You shouldn't go to lunch every day. For instance, with people who are always crying the blues, talking about how bad the economy is. Some of us have no choice, and we have to be around people like that, like co-workers. Some of us are married to people like that. But we need, when we're not around them, to take heavy doses of faith, hope, fill our minds with victory. Listen to a CD. Put affirmations out there. Chant the names of the Lord. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari. Guard your mind. Stand as a watchman at the door of your mind. Be careful what you let in. Be careful what you allow yourself to be talked into. Nowadays, we get up in the morning, we turn the news on, we go to Instagram, we go to Facebook. All of it's doom and gloom. We go to lunch with people to talk about how bad it is. And before we know it, we're also living a defeated life. Just dragging through the day, Monday through Friday. We're asking you not to go home sick, not to eke your way through life just because your friends have lost their gusto. Experts have one report, but we have another report that says you're blessed, you're prosperous, you're talented, you're creative, you're well able. Just be careful that you don't get worn down and start to think, okay, everybody else is failing. I'm going to fail to it. Just a matter of time before I lose my house, before I get laid off. I wonder when my health is going to go down. Turn that off. 
Keep your mind filled with thoughts of victory. Dial in the victory channel. Just as you can be talked into having a bad future, you can also be talked into having a great future. That just as fear is contagious, good news is contagious. Faith is contagious. Joy is contagious. Peace is contagious. That's why we come here on Sundays. So we can catch victory. We can catch hope. We can catch optimism. We're not coming to the temple to catch doom and gloom. You just won't find that here. In that sense, the temple is radioactive. I have to warn you, whenever you come to the temple, whenever you come to a Sunday service, we're going to speak joy into you. We're going to speak hope into you. We're going to try to raise your expectations. We're going to try to make you stronger, that you feel more joy, more peace, and increase in your faith. It is said, Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sabha Lava Mata Sada Sangha Sarvashirahai. One of the definitions of God-centered people is you cannot spend even a few moments with them and not get a better vision for your future. That's the definition of Sadhu Sangha. They're radioactive. When you've had a hard week, you've been beaten up on traffic at the office, you don't feel like going to the temple. Can I tell you, that's when you need it more than ever. That's when you need people to pick you up, to speak faith into you, because we get strength from community. What is fear? First thing is fear is like a fog. Second thing, it obscures your vision. Third thing, fear makes things worse than they actually are. Did you know that a dense city fog that covers Seven city blocks is more than 100 feet high. The total amount of moisture in that can be contained in one glass of water. It looks big, looks intimidating, foreboding, ominous. But the fact is, there really ain't nothing to it, folks. Just a bunch of vapors that can fill a small glass. When fears come, oh, my marriage is not going to work out. My kids aren't going to turn out right. Look at that fear and speak to it. You may look impressive, but I know there's nothing really to you. You're just like a fog. We've all been on the ground in an airplane waiting for takeoff and pea soup. We can't imagine how the pilot could navigate. And yet, within a few minutes of lifting off from the airport, we've gone beyond the fog, beyond the clouds. We burst up in the bright, clear, fogless sunlight. The foggy parts of your life may look permanent, but we know they're not. They may affect a little part, corner of my life right now, but I know that somewhere up there, the sun is shining, the fog is defeated, the fog is dissipated, and it's only a matter of time before that fog either dissipates or I rise above it. You probably heard the story about Chicken Little, right? Chicken Little was in the garden one morning. Cabbage fell on her head. She thought, the sky is falling. She became crazed with terror. By and by, she met another chicken. And she told her the fearful story. And that chicken became seized by panic. And then they told all the other chickens. And pretty soon, all the fowl in the barnyard were involved. It was a huge stampede. And they went to Mr. Fox. And Mr. Fox said... You can go into my pen. There's a roof there that will protect you from the sky following. They all went into his pen and 
closed the gate and he just ate them one by one at his leisure. Such is the destructive, infectious nature of fear. I believe it was Churchill who said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Prabhupada said, Krishna or God doesn't like his sincere devotees to suffer, become frustrated or depressed. He will not stand by idly in any such case. So do not fear on that account. Krishna has got some plan for you, always thinking that way, and very soon he will provide everything to your heart's desire. Negative thoughts turn into negative imaginations. If you allow it, a small fear will play out of proportion. You just had too much lasagna for lunch, now you let that pain in your side run riot in your imagination, blow it out of proportion. You think it's cancer, you think your mother had it, your grandmother had it, now it's your time and before long, you imagine yourself weak, unable to take care of yourself. You see yourself in the hospital, in the ICU. You see yourself in your own coffin, at your own funeral. Can I tell you, don't let that negative imagination blow things out of proportion on the IMAX screen of your mind. You have the remote control. Change the channel. Here's a story. It's entitled, Killer Biscuits Wanted for Attempted Murder. This was an actual Associated Press headline. Linda Burnett, 23 years old from San Diego. She was visiting her in-laws and while she was there, she went to a supermarket to pick up some groceries. Several people later noticed her sitting in her car with the windows rolled up, her eyes closed, and both of her hands on the back of her head. One customer had been at the store for a while, became concerned, he walked over to the car. He noticed that her eyes were open and she looked really strange. He asked if she was okay. She replied that she'd been shot in the back of the head and had been holding her brains in for over an hour. The man called the paramedics. They broke into the car because the doors were locked and Linda refused to remove her hands from her head. And when they finally pried her hands away from the back of her head, they realized that she had a wad of bread dough on the back of her head. What had happened was in the heat of the car, a Pillsbury dough canister had exploded, making a loud noise that sounded like a gunshot, and then the wad hit the back of her head. And when she reached back to find out what it was, she felt the dough, and she thought it was her brains. She initially passed out, then she regained consciousness, and she tried to hold her brains in for over an hour until somebody noticed and came to her aid. Messages today... Put on the movie of you accomplishing your dreams. Show the scene of you overcoming that obstacle. See yourself prosperous, rising higher and higher. See your family restored. See your children excelling. See yourself fulfilling your destiny. Devotees, by definition, trust in the Lord and his holy names. Prabhupada said, fear is afraid of Krishna. Living beings who are entangled in the meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately, even by unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna, which is feared by fear personified. <laughs> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. He makes a good point here, said there is no one in the universe who is not afraid of displeasing the Almighty. 
great demons like Ravana, Hiranyakashivu, Kamsa, and others who were very powerful, they were all killed, as we read in the Krishna book, by the Supreme Personality of God. And the Lord has empowered His name with all of His personal shakti, His personal power. Maybe you're sitting out here this afternoon feeling like you've been shot. Can I tell you, it's not what you think. It's just a loud bang. This too will pass. Put on the right channel. Cast down those wrong imaginations. Rain them in. Don't let those negative scenes play on the movie screen of your mind. Got the remote control? Change the channel. Don't allow yourself to be talked into having a down future. Go to that place and amongst those people where you can believe in having a great God-centered future. With him in your corner, there's no obstacle too big for you, no enemy too powerful. You and Krishna are a majority. You may not see how it can happen. The first step is to take the limits off of God. Use your energy not to worry, but to believe. Simply do your part. Surround yourself with people of faith. Be disciplined in your thought life. Learn to choose faith instead of fear. You'll overcome every obstacle, defeat every enemy, accomplish every dream that Krishna has put into your heart in this life and the next life. You go back to home, back to Godhead. Vinny, that sounds good. Let's raise our arms and say the names of the Lord all together. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Rama, Hari Hari.